Oh man, I'm going to Nashville in May. I gotta take a flight out there. Uh, shout out to my boy Jacob Tucker. He's getting married. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh, he's getting married. Let's go. Married. Nice, um, Jacob Tucker, friend of the show. Yes, sir. Uh, he show. asked me to be in the wedding a few weeks back, so beautiful. I'm definitely gonna take that flight down to Nashville. So yeah. if you're trying to catch that with me, bro, let me know some. I I might pull up, Dennis. Oh, because I got to go there twice in the month of May. Twice. Yeah, so oh. I have to go to the bachelor party. Bro, that is expensive. You know, it's actually so expensive to fly to Nashville. Have you guys ever like looked like to look? No, fly, flying anywhere is like it's crazy right, right now. now. It's oh my god. But you got to make you know you got to you got to do those types of things. Hey, no, yeah. as my as my boy says, you got to pay to play. You feel me? <laughs> you got to pay to play. You feel me? Come on now, that's it. Damn. Speaking of paying, um, are they gonna pay Lamar? Because they got no, that huh? new, they got that new offensive coordinator. Are they gonna pay Lamar? What they say they're gonna franchise tag him, right? I mean, if you're getting that offensive coordinator, you know what I'm saying? Like who do, who who was their OC? Who did they bring in? Bro, uh, some guy who does some air raid offense. I, I I'm blanking on the name, but um, what are you talking about for the Pats? No, no, the Ravens. No, no, the Ravens. I'm talking about Lamar Jackson. Because they were talking about... Oh, Lamar Jackson. They, they oh, wanted Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs. But he's not going nowhere. They've been trying to no. get Eric out of there for about four years. Well, he, here's what I didn't <laughs> understand is, like, I saw that, like, oh, the two most likely landing spots for Bieniemy was Ravens OC and Washington OC. And I'm like, why would you go from being the OC on one of the best offenses in the league, winning Super Bowls, to an OC... Uh-huh. And another team like that, like, don't settle for anything less than a head coaching job like that. But the league oh, must have man. some some dirt on him. The league must have some dirt on Eric because they just been blackballing <laughs> him for, for no reason, it seems like. It must be something eternal that he's done. Or he's just like, I'm in the best possible situation where I'll go entertain these other guys, see what they're saying. But if it's not a head coaching job, I'm not even going to go... That's what I'm saying. Entertain yeah. it for real, but to be an offensive coordinator in Washington, I mean, you stay, you stay in no. Kansas City for a few more years. You could wind up the head coaching job of the Chiefs, and you get Patrick Mahomes for another ten years. That right? that makes the most that, sense, especially right? in that division. Yeah, um, in that conference, I should say right now. That's what I would do. I, don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys heard some of the post game interviews with Andy Reid, but. He might look old and out of shape, but he feels young. And he said he has no anticipation of leaving. As long as they'll have him, he has no anticipation of leaving. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was looking elsewhere because of that. Hey, maybe. But I'm just saying, I, I don't blame him for going elsewhere. But if you go elsewhere, don't take an OC job. No, like, no, it has to be head coach. You got to be a head nothing. coach, yeah. Yeah, it has to be head coach or nothing, but for – for the reasons why right. he hasn't been picked yet. Especially, like, Rivera is still a youngish dude. Like, Harbaugh is a youngish dude. Like, they're not going anywhere. No, think. not anytime so it's like, soon. Well, yeah. yeah, not anytime soon. So, yeah. I'm very... I mean, yeah. at least go for a team where the owner isn't potentially selling the product. <laughs> selling, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how about you guys have some decent... Go to a team that's decent management that you can work your way down from there. Yeah, yeah I don't hate that. I mean, well, Gordon, let's... Let's ask you. I mean, obviously, all right, we just came off the Super Bowl, right? Big one. Big Steve one. and I were talking a little bit before you got on. Your Eagles, man, you called them in the preseason. You rolled them all year. You were hot on them in the playoffs. 
for God. Tell us, tell tell us what happened because I think we both shared that sentiment with you up until like game time, which until I until I switched, I did make a last second switch. But up until game time, I thought it was the Eagles game, and I'm sure you you did too. So what are you thinking? So I I have been pretty dead set Eagles the entire time, and I said the only way that this was going to change or the Eagles were going to lose is if Patrick Mahomes has an unreal day and Andy Reid outcoaches the shit out of the Eagles, which is, which is not even like, it's not even far fetched to like, think of that. You know what I'm saying? Andy Reid is an experienced coach in that experience and um, in this kind of uh, game time, you know, but versus uh, the Eagles coach, who you know was this his first time as a head? Co- was his first time as a head coach I mean, in the his Super first Bowl? year? Right, yeah. oh, his first year as a coach. Period, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Really? Oh well. I so, so I mean, that just goes down to it. I mean, no, he actually didn't. He used to no, coach he, under he, he, he did. He did. He did. But I'm saying this is his first head coaching gig. Oh that's, yeah, that's it's just yeah. It's, it's, it all comes down to experiences and trying to figure out when you need to make game time decision changes when you like when you need to make corrections in the first and second half. And it's, it's obviously Andy knew what he needed to do. And as soon as I saw them do the ring around the rosy play on the end zone, I'm like, damn, Andy Reid no longer is taking this game seriously. He already has a game plan for the rest of the game. It was like a third quarter. He did that play. I don't know. That's beside the point. My main thing is I'm saying is it really at the end of the day was going to be experience that made the decision made the difference and that's what happened. Andy Reid outplayed the shit out of the Eagles and they ended up winning. Sucks and my buddy lost a t- my buddy lost three grand on that shit. I was gonna put money on it, but I'm like nah, I'm, I'm too I, I'm too uh, risk adverse <laughs> to do it. But you know how it is. But how did they not pressure him once having one leg? You know, like I that's mean, what they were known for. Yeah, all year, all season. That long. Chiefs O line showed out. Relentless oh defense. God. That's all you see in Hassan Riddick. <laughs> this and that. They got soon. He's actually being productive, being you know a, a sub or a secondary player, and nobody came to play. They didn't rush him. They didn't sack him. They didn't pressure him once. <laughs> All the other times that he went out and 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 scrambled was because of awesome, but offensive line made those adjustments, made those moves to get those players out the way, hobbling down the field for 26, 26 yards on one leg. Then before all that happened, before he started playing miraculously, he got hurt, and it looked like he was done. I mean, it looked like he was just out of there. I was like game over when I saw that. I was like, these boys are gonna stomp the shit out of them. But then something something clicked into me when I when I was watching at halftime. Shout out to Riri. That shit was amazing. Fuck you, ASAP Rocky. But Back to the father of Riri's second child. Ah, you guys know damn it. Shut I'm up. No, you're not. <sighs> <sighs> no, you're not. I am on the pappy. I'm she, on the pappy. <laughs> she was a good point. But anyway, anyway. The, I, and what, it goes back to what we were saying before, too. How do you make not one adjustment? Not one adjustment at halftime. No matter if you're coaching peewee to high school to college, and I don't even care if it's a D3, you're going to make adjustments at halftime. No matter if you're up or if you're down or it's a tie motherfucking game. The name of the game is making adjustments. You have to. That's the only way you're going to be successful in this league. They were up 14 at halftime. What was it, 21-7? 10, right? It was 10 because that – 
That's also yeah. what the uh, Chiefs yeah. came back from against the 49ers, 10 points. It was 10. Yeah. Still a double-digit lead. Yeah. Nonetheless, right? Yeah. Still a double-digit double lead. Double-digit lead. Now, how are you going to maintain that? How are you going to keep being aggressive? Yes, they kept going in for the fours. What, what, twos and ones? They were doing that rugby scrum? <laughs> um, that shit was amazing. But it, it was just that one little that hiccup that Jalen did, letting that ball go to the ground, scoop and score. That, that twice. was... Oh, yeah, twice. But, but it, was, it was the second one that really, like, sealed the deal. And, like, you could tell and feel the whole momentum shifting over to the Chiefs. Yeah. And that's why I put it in my bed at halftime. I was like, some, some shit's going to shake right here. I feel that plus 100 was staring me in the face, bro. I, yeah, honestly, it, you, it's making me feel to. so dumb because even though I did bet on the Chiefs at halftime, down 10, the Chiefs were like <clears throat> plus 210. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, it's not enough value. And I didn't take it. I should have slammed that. I should have slammed and, it. And the one bet, the one parlay bet, that's what I'm known for primarily. The one parlay bet that I'm proud of that hit for this one. Both teams to score in their first drive, meaning the Chiefs had to score a touchdown, field goal, safety, whatever, get points. Same for the Eagles. Touchdowns first drive, beautiful. I was set. That was a smooth one fifty. Yeah, that's that nice was a right smooth one fifty right nice. there. So yeah, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, I you- mean, no, I, I, I was just wanted to say because I know, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys were talking about it earlier, but it was like, I. To end, like overall, I thought the game was a good game. Like I, I didn't think it was a bad game to watch, but you can't seal the deal and end a game like that, man. Oh, no, From no. the refs, like I, like the the big thing was, it's like it's one thing if we go back to the, the Saints playoff game where they made the big hit and it was a oh. no call deal. Oh. This was life half. This is a oh. light half potential penalty that sealed the game. Like, come on now. You're in the middle of the game when Domicon 2 took the guy's jersey and put it into his chin. First off, that happens almost every play to every single offensive lineman. You got to fight through that shit. But they wanted to call a penalty on him. Like, they were calling all these aggressive penalties, which is fine. But it's come on now. Like, you're going to really seal the game and end the game because of a light touch. You know why they was it? You know why they, like, he was in his mind was just like, Oh, you know what I can do? Maybe they'll get away from it because they think in their minds, like as refs, it's not just about what's going on and what's not happening. It's it's about how we make this game better. You you should have let that go. You gotta let that go. You gotta let them play. You think LeBron James is gonna end the game on a touch? Come on now. Come I mean, on. he did have a breakdown in Boston. Play, but I'm just. It was just terrible. <laughs> he he did have a breakdown in Boston. Man. Big old baby is so happy that it happened in Boston. <laughs> I know. Was, what was, better place? Bro, oh, no, my oh my god! Oh my god! They would not let him breathe for at least a week. I oh. believe it could have been longer, but from what I heard on the radio and everybody just around, you know, oh, the my city. God, yeah. Oh, cry, baby, Braun. Oh, <laughs> it was. I mean, it was a. It was a, a little bit of an over-the-top reaction. And I get it. You just played your heart out. Celtics, Lakers, over, like, you know, it's an overtime game, but like. Bro, you would have thought it was game seven. Oh, my God. Of the finals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you would have thought it was game seven of the finals, how he broke down. Thought it was game seven of the finals, and somebody literally punched him in the face as he was shooting. Like, you, <laughs> it was you, a game in oh January, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And look, if you're if if you're not a LeBron fan, it's things like that that make you not a LeBron fan. 
like that's why that, I keep saying Jordan, you know, man. Jordan would have never. Jordan never would have done that. He would have never. Never. And he would have also never lost if he went to the finals. But we ain't even got to get to that. But he would never do anything never. like that in a regular season game. Never. So, I mean, uh, I don't know. I The other night, well, I got to say, it is kind of cool seeing him play at this high of a level this late into his career. Like, seeing his kids, like, as, like, full-grown men on, like, the sideline. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's... That is kind of cool. Like, it would be, it would be like crazy seeing like LeBron out there in the court with his son. You know what I mean? We're we're all, we're we're pretty much there. Yeah. So what is it? Is his kid in college yet? Or is he a senior in high school? I think he's a senior. In no, high school, he's a right? senior in high school. Yeah, he's a senior in high school. And the other year. one's a sophomore. Yeah, he's not gonna be able to play right, right, uh, right. play with with uh, Bryce. Yeah, he's not gonna. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce is you know, Bryce is younger and he's taller than Ronnie. Yeah, he had that growth spurt last summer. That motherfucker shot up catching alley <laughs> oops like it's his job, which is soon about to be. But um, yeah, yeah uh, he's definitely on the verge to play with uh, Bron. He just has to Bronny, my fault. He just has to go through one year of college yeah. and it's up because dude already Bronny? has nil deals out the ass. It's it's clearly I don't know what they are, but I already know that he signed up for. Look, a whole it's bunch it, of them. D- is he committed anywhere yet? Not that I heard of. No, no, no. not that I heard of. It, and uh, plus, that's gonna we, be the biggest. Heard, yeah, if we if we heard it, bro, yeah. we all would have known. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's, so like, it's not. It's anywhere. ESPN News. That's gonna be ESPN News. They're, they're gonna have a 100%. whole field day I mean, for his signing. You, you saw what they did with him and Carmelo's son. Everybody was oh, there. They yeah, shut the whole yeah, production the down just yeah, to watch yeah. them. Just yeah. to watch people they used to watch in high school when they were playing to watch their sons. Yeah. Like, that's how you know, like, you made it. You, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that's... But I wanted to ask you, did you see that video of him going for the scoring title and him asking his sons, should I go for it tonight? They were like, yeah, go do it. He's like, all right, I'm about to go get that shit. No, I didn't that see that. That shit was the cool part about being a... You saw that, Gordon? That yeah, was I did. A, that I was the cool that. part about being the dad and, like, having your kids... Like old enough and almost at that they, level they to be right there, which yeah. you're like, we know who you are, we know what you can do, but you're just talking to us like we're we're real friends, right? Yeah, now, you know yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's the real cool part. So I don't hate on LeBron for that. No, because that was cool. Like yeah. the the shot where he did it, the little step back, right mm-hmm. at the top of the key. You saw both of his sons, like where they right were there. ready, they were waiting, they had it filmed, like they were they went crazy, like that was cool. Exactly. You know, what I mean, that's yeah. a cool moment. It's nice that like you know your you, your kid's not in like diapers and isn't gonna remember it. You know right, what I mean? exactly, like exactly. That was that that was pretty cool. But I mean, yeah, I, honestly, look, I, I I'll never be able to hate on LeBron James as a basketball player. No, can't. you know what I mean. Can't. You can as 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 a as a competitor and as like as someone who roots for different teams. Like I'll always be able to find reasons to hate LeBron. Especially when he does that little freak out shit like he did the other night, but I mean, as a basketball player, I'm always gonna respect him and, and, and acknowledge him as one of the greatest. So because we know at the end of the day, if we yeah. had a chance to get him, we would want him too. Yeah, there's not any team that's yeah. ever gonna say no, we don't want him. And you almost wonder, him. is he gonna be like the Tom Brady? Like, because he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. I can see it. I mean, they drug test him for PEDs all the time, and he's. Yeah, and passing, so I can actually see it. He's, he's just literally just built athlete. like a horse, yeah. like he's just literally a freak of an yeah. athlete, man. So you, you got to recognize greatness when you're seeing it. And I'm so glad we got to see it at the perfect time. We got to see LeBron James and Tom Brady. Yeah, like you, you are you yeah. kidding me? I'm trying to think. I don't think any anybody was playing quarterback while Jordan was in the league. Like it, I don't think it's the same weight. No, you know what I mean. No, 
Like Brady Jordan's probably the uh, Brady LeBron's probably the best era in terms of like watching the all time greats. Sports. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's unheard of, man. That's that's amazing. So and yeah, yeah shout out to Tom. I'm glad he's back with his family. Well, not with his family. Gonna go oh. see his kids a yeah. lot more because Giselle was giving that boy no love. She gave all the love to the dogs. He's on his first third strap, bro. He's trying to find the next Giselle already, bro. Ooh. You see, do you see that shit? Yeah, you see him? yeah, the picture. picture. Yeah, and he tried to say he's never, he doesn't even know what a third strap is. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna let you slide because you've been a dad and a football player for so long. But because you've been a football player so long, you should know exactly what a third strap is. So come on I, now. Yeah. Look, my thing is like, why it, is he like? Is Tom Brady that dude like? That always needs, you know how there's some people, guys and girls, they just always need to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? Like some people just like they'll they'll be with someone for like three years, they'll break up and like a week later, they'll start their next like yep. three year relationship. You know what I mean? Like yep. is Tom Brady like just that dude who needs to be in a relationship? Because if I'm him, you just got out of a long term relationship, like you're retiring, you're starting like the next chapter of your life. Like, why are you locking yourself down again? I don't get it take some time for you be single you're one of the most eligible bachelors on the market what was his name uh what's her name do you know her name gordon no i'm not sure i can look it up she's like she's like this supermodel she's i mean she's good for sure good looking but like for another supermodel another supermodel yeah she's in her like early 20s um she's like blonde blue hair I, i don't know if she's like is I know she's Jewish. I don't know if she's like Israeli or it's like something like that. But like she, yeah, she's she's good looking. But like oh, I, I just don't. She is. Yeah, I'm not. It's, saying it's that just she's like not, but... it's just like you know why are you jumping right back into something that doesn't make sense. Well, two things for me. It's like why, yeah, jump back into it. But why jump back into it with another model? There's so many more. Maybe he's got a type. He might have the type, but I guess everybody would have a type to but be do, like, I want to be with the model. You do you know think if saying? that's? Like, do you think that's like the competitive side of him being like, oh, like Giselle's gonna replace me? I'm gonna replace you with like an up and coming like 24 year old Victoria's Secret model. That just looks lame. But hey, like, it might be. Most of the motherfuckers are doing that. You see what Leo's doing. So Leo just that boy is so lost, but. God damn, can he act? Uh, <laughs> that boy is so lost, but it's just I don't know. Like he should go out to like a, a soccer player or something like that. Another competitor, that, yeah. you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that'd like, be cool. If you're gonna jump into a relationship, that's what I was gonna say. Jump into someone who's also an athlete. I could see or that, yeah. an a- athletic background or something like that. Just don't go back to the supermodel because now it looks lame. And, right. and then Giselle's like, oh, you're doing the same thing, but just a younger girl. This looks pathetic, Tom. You're, you're taking these thirst traps. Like, yeah, I yeah. I mean, or I or just just lay low for a bit. Lay low. He's too much in the spotlight that they can't. That man can't just made all that money to be on TV. Yeah. He's right now he's making more money in a 10-year tv contract than he did his entire football career Are you he's kidding me low, I, yeah. I don't mean him lay low i mean with the ladies lay low like just be in the like don't that's you, what i'm saying there's you know? no way you could if they're they're gonna have eyes on you all the time i'll tell you how you could how, how can you, you only <laughs> your only interactions is you up that, that, okay. I like think they to, call that a side piece. That's, bro. But that's what, like, if I'm Tom, like, I don't need to be like taking girls out for dates with the paparazzi. It's like, no, like, I'm Tom Brady. Give me a few months of just 
picking who I want on Instagram and being like, what's up? Come through. Like that like chill for a little bit. Take some time. Play the field. I want him to take time too. Yeah. I think he's just that type. Uh, he, I think he's that I type. I think I he mean, needs to have I, somebody. I think he just likes dates. Maybe guys, you know, there's some guys out there that just like going to dinner and out on a nice date. I mean, oh, I think love about that it, for sure. He used to be the spokesman no for Uggs. His whole thing was Uggs. Remember, he was Uggs this, Uggs that. Would n- that. not be surprised if he was a big date guy. The Ugg guy being a date guy, that makes sense. Hey, look, I love a good date. I think a nice dinner, drinks, fantastic. I'm a big fan of the the, the nice dinner date or whatever. No, you don't when you're paying. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <I'll> just, <laughs> not when you're paying. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ocean Prime. Oh. Mm-hmm. Del Frisco's. Oh. Del, oh, oh. Del Frisco's. Oh. Can, I got Contessa, Contessa. Oh, oh, so oh. Speaking man. of speaking of steaks, I gotta say, shout out. It was Valentine's Day the other day. Alyssa, she goes, I, I was on my way home. She goes, I got a surprise for you. We were trying to figure out what we were doing for dinner. Yeah. She goes, you know, hey, why don't we just stay in? Like, I'll grab some food. Like, you can grill. Like, we'll stand tonight. We don't have to go out. I was like, perfect. She texts me back she's like an hour keeper. later. Oh, she's, she's great. She goes, I got a surprise for you. I go, okay. This girl bought me a tomahawk steak. Oh my god! This friggin' big, still got a foot and a half long bone in it. I mean, if I if I if I showed you guys the pictures, this was probably the most impressive steak I've ever seen in my life. Oh, hey, you oh. know what? Shouts out to Alyssa. That's oh. bone in. You said shouts out to Mikey. Shouts out to Mikey. Bone- yes, yes, oh, yes, yeah, yes, my yes, god. yes, bone in tomahawk. It was maybe like four inches thick. Oh my it, goodness! The, the whole thing fed both of us, and there was still some left. Oh my god! It was it was the best steak I've ever had. Where did she get it from? You know, I didn't even ask her. Probably oh. Omaha, like cuts or some shit. Oh, you know where? I, th- I think it was from like Roach Brothers, really, or something like Real that. Yeah. Roach Brothers yeah. up the road. Yeah, I don't even. Like, oh, yeah, shit. I'm not really sure, but it was like you could tell it was like fresh. Like yeah. it, was a, it was a good cut because sometimes you get those big cuts and it's like all fat and bone. But yeah. no, this was a good. Good piece of me. Sorry, I'm just I'm just thinking we were talking about like Del Frisco's and I'm thinking like those nice oh, ass, yeah, yeah. Those nice ass steaks, yeah, right? And I'm like, man. damn, like I had one of the I'm best steaks I've ever had. Oh, I got Ben's in an hour. Hell Y'all yeah. make me hungry as hell. You're gonna be all right, bro. You're gonna be all right. You're gonna make it. But hey, uh, speaking of uncertainty yeah. and, and 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 steaks, and you yeah. know uh, a great place that has great steaks is New York City. Yeah. Do you see Aaron Rodgers becoming a jet? So, I think I said this on the podcast the last time before Tom Brady announced retirement. I thought Tom Brady should go be a Jet. I remember you saying right? that. I knew it wasn't going to happen. I kept telling so, you guys, it's not happening. Bottom line being that if it's not Tom Brady, let it be Aaron Rodgers, let it be Lamar Jackson, let it be somebody because that is a great landing spot for a quarterback. Whoever guessed you it. You see all the young talent he has around him? The young We're talent. We're not even talking about the offenses. I'm talking about the defense. Defense. Side. But let's talk about that offense. Oh, like we're going to talk about Oh, my God, that like, offense. Wow. Like, that off, the, the old line, the backfield, the weapons. Like, like Brees is coming, man. Brees is scary, Brees is huh? coming, bro. I mean, you got a good coach. Like, I think every general consensus yeah. is that Salah yeah, is a good yeah. coach. Like, he's a good players coach. I like, like Salah a lot. Yeah, I don't know. If you're, if, if you're a quarterback looking to relocate, man, like, I'm, I'm looking at the Jets. You're thinking so? I'm looking at the Jets. What about you, G? You you think that's a great landing spot or or okay or good landing spot for Rodgers? 
I think it's a decent landing spot because you got to look at what they did last year as an organization. Yeah, they ended up last place in our division, right. but they had so much potential. And because due to injury, they ended up falling off to the last place side. And obviously a lot of QB uncertainty. I mean, Joe Flacco was their starting quarterback at one point. Think about that guy. <laughs> yeah. he, that guy's ancient. He was, and when I was in college, he was, he was winning a Super Bowl. But, um, but when it comes down to like quarterbacks and who will be able to come in, right. um, I definitely think you need a little bit more of a mature guy to come in there. I, I don't think a guy on his way out, like Aaron Rodgers, would come in, somehow lead them into winning a Super Bowl and being done. I think they need someone that's you know a little bit more mature, but still has a little bit of time to continue to grow with the team. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but this is kind of my hot take. I think Derek Carr going to the Jets would be a good move for them. Did I just steal your idea, Justin? No. You didn't I, steal mine because I thought you were you going the other direction. Tampa Bay? No, man. I'm talking about the other great that's going to be a free agent, Jimmy G. I think the fucking Jets would be an amazing place for Jimmy Garoppolo to go back and just take the lead by storm again, yeah. which he did when they were so quick to just push him to the outlands, push him to the badlands. Damn, Jimmy, we need you now. Now you need Jimmy. Jimmy's performing. Jimmy gets hurt. Now your quarterback goes down in the, what, first minute or two? Of the game, and y'all looking back at Jim, I'm hurt, man, and y'all still pushing me out. Yeah, and 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 y'all have Trey Lance, and Jimmy and Salah had that 49ers connection. Do you see what I'm saying? That's exactly yeah. where I was going from with it. I thought you were going to be on the same page. Derek Carr's cool and all, but he's never been like that it guy for me. He's never college never really was that guy. Like, yeah. damn, I would want him on my team. Just seeing him play, I'm like, damn, bro, you have Devontae Adams and you're still fucking up like this? You yeah, have De'Aaron Waller right here and you're still fucking up like this? See, you have a pretty goddamn good offensive line in the Raiders. Run blocking and their pass blocking has been uh, uh, light years from what they were like about 10 years ago. So that goes into the drafting as well. And then they're going to put you in this and this is what you do? They released you on your day off? No, I don't, I don't want him to see him playing or starting, actually. I'll see him play, but I don't want to see him starting for another team, even if it's for the Jets. I, I don't care. Like, that's not going to be a good situation. Because like we were just saying, they have too many good young players on that team where it's just going to go to the wayside. And then what, what were they going to do? Put in Zach Wilson again? And we got to see that shit show? You think he matured in, in these nine months? You really no. think he's matured in these nine months? Up until the season starts, I should say? No. So I, I really don't think that's the move. I, I really and firmly believe Jimmy G is going to be the guy, should be the guy. It should be the only guy. I, I have no idea where Aaron should go. He's talking about going and taking an ayahuasca retreat. That's yeah. shrooms for people who know what ayahuasca is. You should get up on your psilocybins. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like that's, that's all he's doing. So it's like he's just toying and playing around with his whole career, not even just with the Packers anymore. It's just yeah. like with other teams and what he wants to do. He doesn't even really know what you want to do. So how are we going to commit to you for a whole year? Because you can start bitching at any point. Whole morale's down. Now what? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a big risk you take. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. All three are going to come with a risk. I think Rogers, Rogers has, I think, the most upside. I think his biggest risk is just like you said. He could come in and wind up being a cancer 
for the team. Right. And not only that, but he might only be there for a year or two, and then that just sets them back. What are they going to do when they need the next guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G is a risk because, look, we've never actually seen – and Jimmy G's got two Super Bowl rings, but he didn't, but. But he didn't win either of them. Okay, so that's that. It, he he's lost some big games, and he's proven in his time in uh, starting in here and in San Francisco that he's an injury risk. Right, the dude, yes. the dude gets hurt. Derek Carr, his biggest risk is that he's just a loser. I'm sorry, that dude's just a loser. Like that dude will never win big games. He will never shine when the big moments needed. He'll put up four or five hundred yards in a couple of regular season games and make a make a highlight reel throw every now and then. But I just don't see him being like your your Super Bowl winning no, answer. No. Uh, I I don't know, man. See, I, let me let me hear you guys. Got to hear me out. So I I didn't get to finish the whole thing where my mindset was going. Right? No, don't back because I what I, what I, what I do think who I really think the future of the Jets is is the same guy I've been saying for some time now. Is that young buck, Mike White. He needs some older guy to come in that's going to be there for a few years, help him. What's going to happen? Derek Carr is going to do something stupid, get taken out in the middle of the season. Mike White's going to show up, which he's done every year. He just happens to got hurt, yeah. and he's going to end up being the guy for them. I think Mike White is a legit future. I've said that time and time again. So that's a Jets fans, even though I don't care about Jets fans. But he needs some kind of mentorship. Joe Flacco is not that guy. Who the other guy in there is the the mother uh, mother messer? Uh, yeah, the mother messer, Zach. The the, the Mormon Zach. But the he has Mormon. no trust in the in the entire New York. They need to get him out of New York. He's gonna be a backup or third string somewhere else. He needs to be gone. And I think Mike White needs to be the number two for at least a little bit with a, someone with a veteran who's actually been in some big games to teach him up. Like I don't know. Well, did am I? Did I hear this wrong? Did I hear that? Mike White already had interest from was it like the Rams? Did I see that? Or somebody? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I, I saw that somebody I had expressed didn't see it. that one yet. I, I saw. I, I don't think anything's official, but I saw somewhere that I think it was the Rams. Some interest, though. yeah, that the that's Rams are interested big, in bringing that's Mike a White. Pretty in. big deal. Yeah, you know I like Mike mean? White better than Baker Mayfield. That's for sure. So. I think yeah. Why not? It might. I don't. I, I'm not. A, I'm not a hundred percent positive, but I'm pretty sure it was the Rams. But but, the, that, but that's also another thing. Like if it was Matt Stafford and Mike White, Matt Stafford has been a baller. This happened that he was on the Lions for a while. Yeah. And what happens when you actually had a good team? They balled out. That's even another situation that I would love. But Mike they White also had to drop a bag for that team. But yeah, you you definitely. I get right. it, but but it, no, and he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Um, yeah, he did have Calvin Johnson, so we can't forget that he was. Not just like a bum out here. And I remember watching old boy at uh, college when he was with Georgia. A fucking great athlete, great quarterback. So solid athlete. Um, it just sucks to see Baker on the decline like that. I I thought he was gonna be killing it in the league, and no, it just hasn't happened like that. But they just, but they're just interested in Mike White. You said. I I just think Mike White has the potential to be a legitimate quarterback you know, in the Jason, league. No, Justin, you said the Rams had potential in Mike White? I'm pretty sure it was the Rams. They were interested in Mike White. I'm curious. What are they going to do? I mean, I think they look at it and they say, hey, here's a young guy who could be a good backup in case Stafford goes down. And he may be like a diamond in the rough. Like he might be a dude that could be a viable solution 
once Stafford leaves. I don't know. I mean, maybe they maybe they see some. Maybe they think it's worth giving him a chance. I mean, you probably wouldn't have to give up much to get him. You probably don't, but I mean, he's still a, a backup quarterback on the, on the team that didn't even make the playoffs. You know, so it's like that's kind of interesting that they're really looking after him or trying to acquire about him. Still right. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm surprised they. I mean, if, I don't even know where the Rams. Like, I thought that franchise would just be so depleted by now. Like, how do you? How can they even trade or side for anybody? Like, that's why I'm like, that's interesting that they really were going to do this for another backup quarterback. You know, not a premier wide receiver. Right. Or a guy that's been solidified on the offense or defensive line. Yeah. I know. What do they got going on in LA? Well, look, I guess I guess the one thing <laughs> you could argue hell? is that if you're going to start the rebuild, you want a quarterback. I, I guess, but I mean, you know, they have this thing called the draft. <laughs> that uh that that happens, so I know. Yeah, no, I I know it it'll be interesting I think to see uh to see what they do. I mean, what do you guys think uh so let, actually let's kick it back to San Francisco for a sec cuz that's a team that I think, you know, they very easily could have wound up in the Super Bowl with a healthy quarterback. You know, they could have beat the Eagles. They could have beat the forty. Uh, they could have beat the Chiefs. Like, I could have seen that one. I would have. I would have put my whole life savings on that. That just one. something goes wrong for them. I try to tell you, like, I yeah. like the fucking Saints. I mean, uh, my fault, the Saints. I, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, what's it called Sean Payton. We're good to oh, that yeah, one. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I was telling you, it was gonna be San Fran, and it was gonna be the Bengals. The Bengals got home. We won't even talk about that. But I knew the team coming out of the NFC, if they had everything going the right way that they were supposed to, because everything was lining up. Yeah. He got hurt in, what, the first two minutes of the game? Yeah, it was it Some was freak bad. shit. It was some freak shit, yeah. And, I mean. Some, oh, but right there. I, I, I had the feeling, bro, but just some freak shit happened, and the universe didn't want it. For either side, but I, I'm I'm so happy that we got to see the Super Bowl that we got to see, but right. but we would have saw some some more fireworks. For sure. I feel like well, I mean, so I my feel like we would have seen a lot more fireworks because you got oh. you got to think about we have Debo, we have Kittle, we have, we have I like their defense the a little better too. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like it was gonna get really scary, and there was gonna be a lot more points. Well, that would have been the highest scoring Super Bowl. Oh, if it was gonna yeah. be San Fran Bengals. Well, I mean, do you guys – I'm curious. Do you guys think that Purdy lost his chance to be the starting quarterback next year? Like, Cause he because he got Well, I've heard people say, like, well, now it's probably going to be Trey Lance's job or they think the 49ers should open up with Trey Lance. But you know if Brock Purdy went, stays healthy, wins that game, and wins the Super Bowl, you know he's probably solidified as the starting quarterback next year. He didn't lose a game. I'm not. That's not my. What I'm saying. But I'm just trying I'm, to understand. You know, I get people, it. Like, if people are always about numbers, right? Right. We always want to hear the numbers. Look at the stats. Oh, that's how I'm gonna judge it by this, this, and that. He was in eight games. He didn't lose any of them until he got hurt. I know. You got to go with the hot hand. You're going with yeah. another guy. That that's coming off of an ACL, MCL, some ankle type shit too. Like his whole leg is like fucked. And you're gonna give him the keys to the organization again, be like, hey bro, go out there, lead our team. By the way, don't think about your ankle, your MCL, ACL too much. Oh, and these guys got a lot faster. And since you have that injury, you, you kind of slow down too. It's like, bro, like for real, you gotta keep going with the hot hand. He was a team favorite. 
organization favorite, a league favorite. Was there anybody who who wasn't saying, damn, Brock Purdy's kind of nice. He's he's pretty damn good. So why even put yourself in that situation? Like, I understand that Jimmy G's going to have to go. Everybody knows that. Now you have Trey and Brock. Why go back to Trey, who had that gruesome-ass injury? You got to at least see what Brock can continue to do coming back from his injury. It's going to be a lot more easier to come back from that. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So, like, just you got to feel it out. And then people are, are so quick in this league to, like, move on to the next person or go back to the person that they thought was going to be the guy. No, you have to get that guy who got a terrible injury so a, a chance. Let him even come back four or five games into the season to see how he's been practicing. How has he been going against the pup team? You know what I mean? I agree. I, I mean, That's crazy. Well, I, I, part of it, though, I think is because I'm not a doctor, but I, I heard that uh, – he might not be ready to start the season next year. Like I think it might be that extensive of an industry, uh, an injury. It's a torn UCL, which I'm not exactly positive what that is, but it's somewhere in the leg. I know that. Yeah. I, no, no, I, it's, in, it's it's his elbow, I think, or shoulder, something like that. In the shoulder. Yeah, it's 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 something in his like arm. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's what they were talking about—the baseball injury. Yeah. It was like so the that Tommy, maybe he needs the Tommy, Tommy John. John surgery. Yeah. That's what they were saying. Yeah. So. What do you do then? Do you give it to the guy with the gimpy leg or the gimpy arm? I mean, at that point. I guess we go with the gimpy leg and good luck, and then that shit happens again. Jimmy, where you at, bro? He, he, he won't be there. I know. Yeah. We're going to be like, we'll trade back for you. Come on back, bro. It's like, you see what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's an ugly situation that very, they got going on. Very ugly. What do you think, Gordon? Who should start? Hey, yo, I mean, like, Jimmy, I mean, to go off that point, Jimmy Dree, is like that one ex that you be calling once in a while, and you try to tell your boys you're like you're like really done with her, but you know low key you're waiting for that one night, and then you'll Just come back and consist. Just give me any yeah, every single time. <laughs> he that he that. I, I saw mean, your initial. I'm a caller. <laughs> I'm a call. I'm a call. I'm a call. You know what I mean? I'm waiting for her to come and be like, "No, you hit me up first. All right, pull up, pull up. Let's go." <laughs> oh man. I I mean. Think about it, right? I think I'm pretty sure I heard this stat where Brock Purdy is like the first rookie quarterback to beat Tom Brady. Um, and you know, I yeah. I, I like yeah. I, I bet like on that those, game. I bet on that game. I remember that one. Yep, yep. Which is insane to yeah. me. Um, uh, you know, you win so many games, you only you got hurt. Like the reason why you uh didn't win the last game is because you got hurt and you hit right. your elbow. It had nothing to do with like what your talent was and how well you were able to play. Um, I, we have been talking about Trey Lynch since we were in the dungeon before in HQ one and how we don't even know why they made that pick. We don't get why they were even there. We don't, maybe he was the smartest guy in the world because he took the the test really well. Find out he was average on the test. Wasn't anything crazy. And then he showed up to be exactly what we thought he was. He was who we thought he was. Come on now. Like Brock Brady had proven himself in big games to be more than what we thought he was. And Trey Lance has had plenty of time to prove that he was less than what we thought. You know what I'm saying? So I'd, I'd rather have my man Brock Brady start. And then, you know, if it's late in the night, call up our boy Jimmy G because clearly, you know, he's, he's open to anything. But we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, call Jimmy G a slut. Wow. <laughs> but hey, hey talk. Man. Speaking of exes, let's talk about one of the greatest do it, and we can we can slow it down after this. <laughs> Sean Payton is coming back to the Denver Broncos. I know to revive back to back. Russell Wilson's career. 
And sidebar real quick. This has got my gears churning of I'm not letting Russell Wilson go until at least week five. I have to see. I have to see five games. You got to you gotta hold on to him for a little bit. I, I have mean, to you just can't, see. You got to you know? give it a chance. Because I was so oh, – I was ready. If they made no other coaching decision, I was so ready to give him. Get rid of him, yeah. I was just going to see how many fab points or dollars I can get for him. Yeah. Maybe, maybe a third, fourth round pick here and there down the line. But this has got me excited. This should get Jerry Judy excited. He should see what Sean did with all those other motherfuckers receivers down in New Orleans. That's uh, what I, I was talking about with the Saints before. Like, like, think about those years when he did to all those players, especially Drew Brees. Yeah. Drew Brees was coming off the Chargers. Where LT, then people, he had the injury. Nobody really wanted to fuck with him. Went down to New Orleans. Shit got right. Yeah. He just needed Sean. Sean said, oh, I see exactly what you're capable of, and I know what you need. Now, let's adjust this. Let's tweak that. Sean got hired, right? What was it, two weeks ago now? Yeah. Within three or four days, he said, hey, yo, Russell, you're, 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 you know, your trainer guy that's private always around coach, here, your yeah. private coach, he's out of here. Russell didn't make no fight. So you know that Russell's in a point right now where he's like, damn, I got to get my shit back together. CC's probably still talking to Future. Little Future's at home looking at me, not calling me dad no more. You know what I'm saying? And Jerry has been blowing my phone up. Judy, that is. Yeah. Saying, what's up, bro? What happened? To, you know, we're not even going to talk about last season. What's up with this season? Let's get some routes in. Let, let's talk to the O-line. Let's talk to our tight ends. Let's talk to our running backs. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, last year was some garbage. Dog shit garbage. Yep. And I never thought I was going to see that out of Russell Wilson from a whole pack of Badgers. I mean, I, I Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson has been falling off year, 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 and year over year, and people are afraid to call him trash. I've been saying he's been trash ever since they <laughs> lost against the Patriots. He stinks now. It's over. He needs to go and be a mentor to somebody because the guy has a phenomenal work ethic. He needs to teach some young boy up to take his place. He does not bite. need to take that sound bite. I want you to eat these words later on. I, All right. I, I want you to really he's hold done. on to what he's you over. said. I want this on a YouTube video, bro. I, he's done. It's done. <laughs> bro. Did you see what happened last year? Oh, I saw it. First off, Sean Payton, bro, Sean Payton loves his defense, bro. He's What's going to happen, he's going to find a nice second guy to replace Russell, and they're going to have to compete. Russell's going to win, and then he's going to do something silly because he needs the coaches to tell him what to do because he can't do it himself. I can't. Russell Wilson is the king of a quarterback, the best quarterback to not have his own opinion on the field. It's terrible, man. Like, if he yeah. did have his own opinion, he would have ran the yeah. ball. That's what would have happened on the one yard line. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He I can't. He I can't. Gave that to Marshall. No, 100% yeah. should have gave that to Marshall. No, look, I, the one concern, or I, I mean, I have multiple, multiple. concerns. Yeah, but my, my big concern is that from everything I saw this year on and off the field with Russell Wilson, everything I heard his former teammates saying, guys like Marshawn Lynch, guys like uh, Richard Sherman, or coming out, nobody seemed to have a good thing to say about him, right? Everybody said that this guy was Lame. babied and coddled. He was just an absolute weedy. He got super special treatment. You know, you hear about 
uh, you hear stories from Richard Sherman about how nobody had Russ's number. If you wanted to get in contact with him, you had to hit up his agent. He's got his own special private coaching staff. Like, I almost wonder if this dude's situation is beyond repair. Like, because here's the thing. You can tweak the way somebody plays. You can tweak the style of offense. You can change things. You can change game conditions, practice conditions, to to help a player out and get the best out of them. But if the issue is just the person itself, like their personality, their mentality, like just who the way they think and operate, if they're just too far gone, not even the best coaches can fix that. So I wonder if Russell Wilson is like so far gone that he's beyond repair. I don't know. And the reason why I say I feel like I am going to give him the five games is because of something similar to what you said. We've yeah. all heard that, that, that same conversation before from his teammates, everybody right. like that. It's the fact that Sean got in there and within the first week of him being hired was said, all this that you're doing right here, who are these? They're not a part of the team. Like These are people that you hired. Yeah. So to get yourself out of that funk that you had last year, we're going to separate you from the people that had your back. Because clearly, this was your first year here, and you weren't good. So Not now good you're really going to listen to our advice, our coaching tips, how we need things. Not how we want things to be done. How we need things to be done. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because this is a winning league, and, and you got to look at the division that they're in, too. They're still in the division with the Super Bowl champs. Correct, yeah. They're still in the, a division where they have, we don't know who the quarterback is, but they still have Devontae Adams. Yeah. They have to go against. And then you still have Justin Herbert. You, you, you see, like, this is the, the time and, and the place and the effort and energy that Sean Payton needed to do to be like, you know what, I don't care what he really likes or what he had before. We got to compete with these guys. And I love that he came out and said that to the media. Like, it wasn't something that, like, they handled behind closed doors. Like, the media on day one where he came in was like, hey, so what do you think of Russell Wilson's, like, private coach? Like, and asked them the expectations. He just straight up was like, well, I haven't really heard much about it or talked to Russell about it, but that won't fly here. Like, he he just came out publicly. He didn't even wait to. Uh, you see day you one know. type of stuff, like how, yeah. like, we saw what you did last year. And maybe if you got your, your team to an even record. Or, or even got them to the playoffs somehow. I'll give you a little leeway. Right. That's what Sean probably was probably going to say. I'll give you a little leeway. Let's see what this is going to happen with because you had this guy. Nothing shook. You didn't give it to the best play, the best wide receiver on the team. Right. right. You didn't run the ball when you needed to run the ball, and we've seen it. You're capable of doing that. So we're going to get you out of your own head because of these people that you have around you are not for you. Yeah, and I'm I'm just excited to see how this. No, goes I'm for real. I'm excited. I yeah. mean, can you guys think of and I, I mean the the Rams a few years ago, you know, with Matt Stafford when they basically mortgaged their whole future to bring everybody in and <laughs> keep every off, you know resign yeah. everybody and it, and it paid off right. But like, if you think about what the Broncos did, they gave up some young talent on both sides of the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Guys like guys like Noah Fant, guys like. Uh, was it Shelby, Shelby Jackson? Shelby, Shelby Jackson. Yep. Um, you gave up a bunch of draft capital, multiple first round picks, second, third round picks in you know currently and into the future. You signed Russell to a 
big money contract. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. Right? A lot of guaranteed money there. Then you trade a first-round pick for Sean Payton, and you sign him to a big deal. You have essentially put all of your eggs in this basket. There is no safety valve. There is no break glass in case of emergency. There's almost nothing else you can do. You aren't going to be able to sign other people long-term. You aren't going to have the draft capital to bring in new guys. Uh, is there, has there been a franchise with more pressure on them right now than the Denver Broncos? This is it. And this it's exactly it. what I was saying, bro. Yeah. You're in a division that just had a Super Bowl winning champ. And this dude's going to be in the division for 10 years. Yeah. He's already doing shit that you were supposed to be doing at the beginning of your career, Russell. Yeah. And it's only legit going up from here with him. Yeah. You were that guy. You almost got to that Super Bowl that one time against that awesome team. But you didn't pull the trigger and we didn't get to where you needed to be. Right. So now we got to do this right now. Right. They, they have to. It, it's, it's, it's a do or die. Not even a do or die. It's a do. Because if you don't do it, then it's just going to be like you guys just fucked yourself for another 10 years. And now you got to watch this guy win probably five more and reach Brady-type Brady level. Yep. You know? Yeah. That's, that's all I got to say, brother. No. Yeah. G, any thoughts? No, man. I, I don't expect much to change. Um, I hope that if Sean Payton, you know, when he gets there, he has the right coaching staff around him. But it really depends on – their success depends on how well they work together. I don't think Russell's good, but if Sean Payton, like Steve says, can make him into a good quarterback again, they could have a nice program. If not, it could easily go downhill. Because like you said, they don't have much, they don't have any safety net. What happens if they don't get along and Russ says, no, nah, this is what, how we're doing it, and Sean Payton says, no, nah, this is not how we're doing it, then they alone will self-destruct that team and will be unsuccessful. That's just how it is. Yeah, I mean – I. The only thing that they're going to be able to do is, I mean, they have some good young talent that they've gotten in the draft, right? They got Justin Simmons in, uh, what's the other cornerback's name? Um, the other shutdown corner that was a rookie this year. I don't even know Justin. That's my boy, 31. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, no, they, he's, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. First round pick, uh, but he was he was, he was uh, locked down this year. Anyway, they have some they have some players like that, you know, they're, they're clinging on to. They're gonna have to get rid of them um, soon if, if if this goes downhill really quickly. Uh, any other uh, any other final thoughts? Anything like from any uh, you know around the sports world? Any other or anything really before we uh, before we wrap it up? I want to know who this guy is. Um, I, I will say one one thing. I mean, because I know I got to rip in like two minutes, but yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys watched the Celtics game last night. How about the, yeah. Bench, yeah. the Celtics bench? The entire this none of this big three was in there. The Celtics bench took the Milwaukee Bucks into overtime. Giannis, Chris Middleton, uh, True Holiday, all of them were starting, and they took them to overtime and lost by three. Yeah. The only reason why they lost is because those big guys that were handling the ball should not be guys handling the ball with the last <laughs> minutes of the game. Like why? Why is Grant Williams trying to dribble past somebody with the last with the last minute of the game? Like there's a there's little things, but like all phenomenal players. But clearly, uh, I, you know, if Jason Tatum had the ball at that last minute, if 
Jalen Brown had the ball that last minute. Hell, Marcus Smart, it would have been handled a lot better, and we could have we could have beat we would have beat him. I I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking. Because say it. It's, say it. Uh, what? Say it. No, 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 no. I can't say it because I'm not trying to curse my team because clearly uh-huh. the Eagles happened and we lost. Um, and every team that I get too far behind into the Blues end at the end. So I'm not gonna say what I'm thinking, but it goes back to what I was saying. What I was saying a couple of shows ago that this Celtics might be one of my favorite Celtics, depth wise, personality wise, scoring wise, rebounding wise, defensively. If we see this pack, we I'm not gonna say the words. We keep going what we're doing. You know what? You know what's one thing that I will have to give this Celtics team the way it's constructed if if they are successful and win a championship. Let's see it. This is and and look, I'll, I'm still partial to the the 0708 team almost in every aspect but here's the one thing I can say about this team this is like a almost you know not completely but majority homegrown Celtics team right <laughs> like this is a lot of dudes yeah. that we drafted yeah. that we developed in Boston I mean you look at our big three alone Jalen uh, Jason and Marcus like drafted by the Boston Celtics right yeah. you got some key role players guys like Grant Williams Guys that were drafted, Robert Williams, guys Robert, that were drafted yeah. by the, the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. right? Whereas, like, the 7 8 team was like that first super team that brought, you know, you had Paul Pierce, but you brought in a bunch of players around him. We needed them. Right? <laughs> we did. No, we did. Yeah, we and uh, Trey, I love that team, and I'm so glad we did it. But the thing I will say is that it's very cool seeing the Celtics do almost like what the Warriors did. And this is why I like the Warriors so much during their heyday, because – it was all homegrown all players, drafted. all drafted all players. Drafted. You see in, a, see in a team, in a league full of super teams, a team that did it through the draft, it felt good to see that. So it feels good to see the Celtics team kind of claw As their they way. they would say, they yeah. did it the right the way. The right way. You know yeah. what I mean? Exactly. So I, I definitely understand that phrase and everything like that. Yeah. Like, I'm not swaying back from what I said the right. last time we were on here. Unless this team can actually do it and get to the mountaintop, this won't be my favorite team until I see the, uh, the that actual film, yeah, of beating whoever is in the West. Yeah, that's that's the only way that I can actually put that team above 0708 because, like you said, it's homegrown. It's like, yo, we've seen all these guys come up. Right, we've actually seen most of them play in college. Right, so it's like, oh, this is dope to actually see. But until that actually happens, right, you know, until they can beat the Warriors in the same type of situation, whoever, like I said, whoever's coming out the West. Except from there, you know? Yeah. Pat Sertan is the guy. Pat Sertan from Alabama. Pat Sertan. Should have fucking known that. So what were you saying, Gordon? I'm just saying, like, kind of my last point on it, but it was just like, it goes back to, you know, just like this Super Bowl was, you know, experience Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes versus a young Eagles for Jalen Hurts. Last year with the Celtics was a young Celtics who finally made it there versus a very experienced Golden State Warriors. And yeah, the Celtics had a lot of the talent, but the experience, they were able to get in our young minds and we 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 crumbled. We crumbled. And I think they took that to heart and that's why they stepped it up so heavy this year. And that's why I think we have a lot of potentials for success as a team in the long run. Experience, the grit, and it's just, whew. I mean, your best players are scoring 20 points a game and they're hitting game-winning shots. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, excited. man. I'm excited to see how this uh, season goes, and I'm really excited to see the All-Star game. Yeah. Actually, I'm actually... When, you're, when your head coach is in his first year, the youngest head coach, and he gets 
to be the head coach, the coach for the All Star game. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the head coach of the All Star game. He's the All Star. You know, come on. That's really dope, no, I like Missoula. I think he's. Yeah, I think he's I good. He's good for the program. He knows how to keep them fresh, actually. Yeah, you know, a lot better than I thought he was going to be able to manage them. Right. Like right. Um. All right. Well, I think that's gonna uh, that's gonna be a wrap, Gordon. I know you got to run get some buckets in your men's league. Um, other than that, Don Gordon, SKJ Pine. We'll see you guys next week in the trenches. Take it easy. Peace. Later. Thank you.